Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast celebrating its 100th episode live from Bulldog Services. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Bulldog. Well. Up. The century. The century. Someone kindly pointed out the Toyota century, now is the best time to celebrate a small accolade <laughs> in the world of our podcast with a Toyota century. Well, um, based on uh, my last look for Toyota centuries... Uh, for sale online, which was about two days ago. No, it's not long any. ago. There's that one that's always. Oh, what was that? Something it's my beeped. hourly chime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that one that's always on Car and Classic, but it's not actually for sale anymore. It's long since sold from that place in Middlesbrough. Oh, I and thought you were about to listed. say. I thought you were about to say it's for sale, but they won't sell it anymore. They're one of those people that oh, well, it has might a car be. for sale. They vet you first. They go, oh. yeah, it is for sale, but you're not right for it. So I'm going to wait a bit longer for somebody else. Wasn't that Britain's leading Nissan Figaro seller for a while? Was this woman who had sort of cornered the market in in secondhand Figaros? Yeah. But she wouldn't sell you one if she didn't like you. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of cars these days which require a salesperson to be like that. I'm going to put the words many, BMW M Sport out yeah. there. <laughs> well, many years ago, I was at some function, like an awards thing, sitting next to a PR from Aston Martin. And I said to her, you know, you need to be more aggressive about refusing to sell your cars to certain people. Mm. And then you can corner the market in selling cars to people who aren't twats and leave the twats to Bentleys and Lamborghinis mm. and things. And she... Fair. Yeah, she sort of steadfastly refused to acknowledge the points I was making, and it all got a bit awkward because I, I was like, were you drunk, no, seriously? Though? Yeah, I might have had a wine. So were you a bit close to her face when you were talking? <laughs> it, was a bit, it was a bit spitty. Just kept, you kept yes. leaning in. If I just yeah. kind of agree with everything you're saying, will you stop gossing on me? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, yeah, we uh, are here at Baldock Services, which is sort of our spiritual home. W- worryingly, it is. <laughs> because and we used to meet here when we made videos. Yeah, and if you're a listener of this and you've never watched the videos many moons ago, I actually can't remember when we started doing the videos. Um, it's bad. Uh, four years ago? It's got to be four. Or I reckon we had five. two years of videos before COVID came along, and then and yeah. now we're at about two years of podcasts. So we did. We used to do a weekly mildly successful video <laughs> um, and it, I'm going to use the word mild, mildly, the, mild like, the mildest of cheddar you know, yeah. when, you, you know when you go into the supermarket <laughs> and it's extra mild it's that I don't really like cheese have you got anything milder yeah so it was that and uh, and we used to film it um, in this car park um, of the service station it's not the best motorway services there's nothing distinctive about it I'm looking over my shoulder it's it's I, I think that's partly what we like about it though isn't it yeah, is it's yeah. mediocrity it, it is it's sort of it is it's not one of your big flashy showy Warwick services oh Ooh, no. look I'm quite new I'm Oxford services look at my glass yeah. atrium shit oh no and there's no. no artisanal bread no like Gloucester services no <laughs> or um I always forget the name of that really nice one um, Not the one in Kendall that looks yes, like a yeah, 60s yeah. spaceship. Oh, no, the one further up that's... Um, oh, someone will write in about this. Yeah. Oh, it's the one that's like a farm shop, basically, and it's delightful. Oh, uh, yeah, I might go there next week. You can buy... Can um, swing in. Uh, um, <clears throat> Eccles cakes and stuff there, really nice. Oh, like northern oh, cakes? Yeah, northern oh, cakes. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. Just have a, stop off for some northern cakes and, and a wax. pickled egg. Um, and a pipette of water, because strong northern men don't drink water. I, I don't know, I wouldn't have the water at all. Maybe just a handful of sand and then... And a tea bag. And a tea. 
or leave the tea bag in so long that the tea actually will stay in the cup. It's if you gel. Turn it upside it's tea down. gel. <laughs> it's tea gel, isn't it? It's gel. <laughs> you can do that. You can tip it upside down and tip it back really quick, and so it'll be all take right. the bag out. No, leave it in till it becomes a meal. <laughs> mm. The tannins are strong in this one. Yeah. That's their Obi-Wan Kenobi line. Mm. Um, (laughs) Good for you. And then then they smile at you and their teeth have gone from white to brown (laughs) in one cup of tea. That's it. Or like like when Simon Cowell had his teeth done and they were too white. Yeah, it was just full beam with with LED matrix And he should have just had a nice cup of proper northern tea. And that would have taken them down a treat. Yeah, Simon Cowell's messed around with his face a little too much now. Now you don't know. You don't know what the baseline. You don't know what the yeah. baseline tune is anymore. Same with Madonna. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. What's yes. Going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, Madonna's probably now impossible to return to stock, isn't she? She's just like it's 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 modding too far. Oh, completely. And I stock. I, I, it's also is she. There were those pictures. She's in her mid or late sixties. Yeah, and there were those pictures of her sort of semi in the nip the other week, weren't there? And uh, like under a bed. Under a bed where she just looked like she'd lost. So she's like, "Where are those fucking shoes? I knew they're somewhere." The only reason I go under our bed, I think. I do you know. I genuinely thought I thought she'd tripped and fallen. You know, <laughs> well, she has and, a history. And, 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 and like, you always get told when you're learning about medical matters, don't move the person, mm. just in case they've got a terrible spine injury. <laughs> <laughs> but she'd gone but under she the was, bed like she must have fallen while she running. She tripped forward and gone under, but she wasn't. She wearing like underwear, like pants. Yeah, just she was pants, wearing some sort of sexy some lacy pants or something. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So it was, so it was half sexual. Or trying to be. And, and, and half, <laughs> a half 9999 nine, nine, nine incident. I say half, half a Rosper advert. Yeah, well, my, do you know what? My, I, there, there's been all sorts of incidents. I know that usually it's the fire service that, that see all the weirdest stuff. You know, like some guy that's just put oh yeah just put his penis into a tap. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> so, I fell backwards onto the banister. That's what <laughs> happened. I fell backwards onto <laughs> <laughs> my, I've told what? you this before, but my mate Dan, who's a radiographer, oh my says God. the stuff we get in is usually on a night shift, and he yeah. works at the Bristol Royal Infirmary. Hmm. So obviously they only, they, only, they only look after people that are sort of were alive in the 90s. And um, <laughs> he, this, guy, this guy came in, this guy came in, and he had a, a full... A full height hairspray can wedged into his backside. Oh my god! And he couldn't get it out. Did and he it still t- have hairspray? Do you know he claimed this was the best thing. Dad, Dad said it's just not a surprise to me anymore. The bloke just genuinely said, "I slipped over while I was showering myself." Of course. And it just and it and it fell up there. And he just went, <laughs> "Just so, just so everyone's clear: a hairspray in a shower, mm, and b yeah. it's nearly a ten-inch tall can." And, and he said, how big's your shower? Because if you've got a small square yeah. shower pan, yeah. how did you you're fall? going for a really quite a smooth... Yeah, so you've anyway. got like a, a walk-in, a wet room maybe. That oh, would explain. Oh, it could be, it could be wet that, room. In yeah. fact, that's a, that's a John Peel session, wet room jacksy. <laughs> <laughs> Two more from wet room accident <laughs> after this. Um, I, have, I have a lot of questions and I don't know whether I should ask them about that. Was the cap on the hairspray? Yes, it was. But the problem was, is I think I when like they removed the, the can, the cap stay. stayed. Yeah, yeah. So it required another medical intervention. But better that in a way than the cap being off. And as oh. it went up there, then it triggers the top, <laughs> and the the bloke's ass cavity is now just filling with hairspray. I mean, he'd be like a powder keg, wouldn't he? Please, <laughs> like... please don't. <clears throat> oh, I've oh, just realised. I um. Because it's our one hundredth episode, mm. I did actually bring along a cheeky little bottle of brute that we could just throw a bit on. Oh, I've realised. I think it's under the microphone. Oh well, don't move the microphone oh, now. That's probably. Look. We're, we're um, actually set in a Tesla Model Y. Yeah, and I know I should have probably mentioned that. We are. So we're at Baldock Services, which for people who um, don't know Baldock Services, perhaps because you don't live in Britain, it's a it's a small service area on a sort of not proper motorway. Yeah, it's on the A one. The original, original Great North Road. Yeah, the original trunk road, the original sort of long distance road in the whole of England and um, Dick Turpin and Scotland, used I guess, to hang goes around up there. Here. Yeah, the highwayman. Mm. Uh, and um, 
it's it's uh, so it's sort of it's like a main road but not proper motorway at this point it sometimes becomes a proper motorway then gets bored of that and becomes the road again it's, it's the most proper motorway near peterborough when mm. it goes into four it's lanes it's like four lanes it's it's eight four. lane like super highway it feels almost american yes yes because it's very flat landscape Flat landscape, four abreast, quite quite new tarmac, and mm. for, for just a bit. You, and sometimes you see military police, you know, yeah. US military police. Sometimes you see American cars because of the American service people. Yeah, really. so yeah. it's, I, I sometimes like to complete the effect by driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, that's a good idea. I saw, <laughs> I saw a couple of months ago, I saw a lady weaving in a Honda Odyssey. Oh. With obviously an American import car with um, American-sized number plates on it. Yeah, yeah. I think she might have dropped something in the footwell. But oh, was doing that God. sort of twitchy, twitchy. Yeah. Uh, Is that the Odyssey's a nice-looking car? I think as yeah. MPVs go, it looks very um, planted, mm. sits well. I've always yeah. admired those as MPVs go. <laughs> I'm not going, oh my God, you, best looking car in the world. It, for me, it's between the Alpha <laughs> Tipo 33 yes. Sedali and the Honda Odyssey. But as St- Straydale. Straydale. Which is what I used to think it was. There's um, Speaking of which, there's a Ferrari 360 parked over there in this car park. Yeah. Which, I don't know why that should be, It's just it feels like it's too sexy for Bulldog services. Yeah, and there's there's a there's a ra- since we frequented this, there is a rapid charger network at Ionity mm. charges over there. I can see an ID three just giving itself a refuel. Mm. And um, oh, what my up's coming. You know, I said oh, they, the the lease yeah. company claimed they'd got stock, and I was thinking, and you're thinking, I hope you're they're calling not BS. It's coming uh, in well, just before the end of the month. Oh wow, that so is soon. Basically, next week. So your so your Porsche will have gone by then. I hope so. Um, if you're listening to this on the day it goes out, my Porsche uh, auction on collecting cars ends this evening. So um, if it's you're not too late to, to sell, do a cheeky you're just bid, trying to sell your bl- see. Here's me having never owned a Porsche. You're just trying to get rid of yours. Well, like why some don't you sort just of like buy trying to get mine, it like, like getting rid of the ingrowing hair on my neck that I haven't <laughs> been able to get rid of for some time. I even, have you? Oh. Yeah, and I've. It's one of those ones I think the more self-surgery I've tried, the worse it's definitely got. Yeah, that can happen. I'd yeah. imagine it's the same when you've accidentally shoved a hairspray can up your bung yeah. hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, there, it, there, there's so many there's things so many in the world things. that you could pop up your jacksie if you so chose, but a hairspray can. But a tall one. They a have the flat tops. I it's mean, flat. It's flat top. It's, yeah, it's not like a um, can of uh, you know like whipped cream, which tends to have a domed. You know when they're doing like home improvements it. and they have those those jacks they put under door, like under lintels and stuff, to hold them up while they're dicking around with like a bearing. bottle, like a bottle, yeah, jack. a bottle jack. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you need one of those to get your. Oh, I thought you were thinking yes. that was a great alternative. To- <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, but um, you're just going to walk around like the the paddock at a motorsport event and go. That would fit in my arse. Yeah, that's fantastic. Look at that nose cone off a, off an old Benetton F1 car. That'd go nicely up, uh, up the old where the pipe, sun don't shine. Where the sun don't shine. Yeah, no, just I don't, I don't. I mean, it's not what I was expecting us to talk but about. But that's I was going to talk about scale working engines. Oh yeah, why do they go? <laughs> they, <laughs> Did they your do. mate find one up someone's arse? No, but Is that you... a spinning Jenny up your bum. <laughs> No, but it could power something like that. You know those stationary engines at agricultural shows. My, yeah. bro- my brother has one. We've talked about it before. Yeah, that they, 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 you want to always demonstrate them powering something. Well, I mean, it would it would be a little bit Pornhub if you went to a just a traditional steam rally. <laughs> what with like an enormous, it's a bloke with a enormous machine-powered dildo. It's got a flywheel that's about four hundred kilos, and it's just pistoning. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's another bloke just <clears throat> just spooning goose fat onto the area. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just going. Well, this, it'll do this all day. It'll do this. It'll do this all day. <laughs> now, Ken. We've had some complaints from the other exhibitors that uh, your static engine's too sexy. It's. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> need to... it's got a massive false cock on it, <laughs> and we just could, this kiddie's at the show. Ken, come on! Yeah. This kiddie, it's, on, it's, 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 on, it's a family event. It's a family. It's on a it's cam. On a I cam. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I do know. I know that you. I know you that you whittled it with your wood lathe. 
but it's very but realistic. It, it's dirty. It's can. It's very dirty what you've done here, and we're going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> if, if you can't, the mayoress practically fainted when she saw it. Oh yeah, you, you, dirty, you dirty bastard! Imagine, yeah, you're turning a steam rally into a sort of mm. smutty event. Well, you know these sort of clubs, these little clubs. It happens a lot, I think, in car owners' clubs, sort of one make things where some you know there's factions and sometimes there's almost like a sort of bloodless coup and, and a different faction will will take over yeah 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 you know or sort of yeah. a porsche club will suddenly get overrun by like 944 enthusiasts and all the, all the 911 people get a bit huffy they'll get annoyed about which that. i think there really was with one of the porsche clubs there was some kind of massive sort of coup but, that, that, but that's sort of racist is that porsche racism there's a bit Yes. Yeah, I mean, but they're not very accepting of others, are they? The Porsche people. It's like you know. So if I had a nine fourteen, if I went, oh, I've got a nine fourteen, they go, that's just a VW engine Porsche, yeah. and you know it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So therefore, you're not really with us because mm. it's a flat four. Yeah, but you know, like how birds of prey often you see them getting like attacked and chased away by crows. And it's yeah. Like, and what crows leave that majestic yeah. kestrel or whatever alone? I reckon yeah, they you do. turn they up surround a, it like MIG yeah. fighter yes, jets, they do. and they peck each side. They yeah. go in, they swoop in. Mm. It's incredible to watch. Yeah, but I think if you turned up with you know like a nine five nine, thinking you'd be king of the club, actually you'd be like one of those beautiful birds of prey. Where I think the lesser. They, they gang. they'd start pecking at you yeah. maybe literally and um, and you'd get chased away but no I was thinking that if, if you know, this, it's very easy for these clubs because <laughs> they are sort of hotbeds of politics and infighting and things that, yeah. but you've got some kind of static engine club that gets overtaken or taken over by perverts <laughs> and suddenly all the static engines are being used to do slightly sexual things <laughs> and the, the sort of you trad Fred Dibner types are just driven away by it oh no, no, I, had to, I had to leave the club actually half of them are like they're intrigued yeah, they're, they're like, like it's, it's smutty I'll give you that but you know what? I watched a bit more of it the other night. Uh, a broad-minded sort of park, and you know, each to, each to their own. But yeah. some of it's very intricate. The carving work on the that's, on the uh, on the ends on the on the uh, the bell piece, if you like, as we call it. Bell sometimes. piece. <laughs> oh gosh, Richard, is it stooped on the hundredth episode? Well, so it's bad. A, yes. How was that? I'm just trying episode? to think well, of like famous one hundred related things in the automotive world that mm. we could spark up a chit chat and all I could think of was Audi 100 yeah, I was and, that's, gonna, and that's it I was going to be terribly clever and, and go I've made a list of cars with 100 in the name and we can chat about that and I forgot mm. to do it but also because I, I thought of the Audi 100 and then I kind of went okay and the Rover 100 oh yeah the Rover and... 100 which was the artist formerly known as the Metro yes yeah, yeah. and uh, and that's sort of it uh, it sort of ended Quite quickly, that did. What did no, the wait, Audi 100 be become? Did it the A6? It did it become the A6? Yeah. Because the 80 became the A4. Yeah. But the but the 100 actually had a midlife transformation in the same body shell to become the A6. Whereas the A4, it was like when the generation changed, it became. Because he did the whole boxy to aero thing, which was quite a big change for Audi. Audi went into that massive aero yeah. era. Yeah. Aero era. Aero, <laughs> aero era. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was, yes, that was a good era, that. I was talking about that on Twitter very, the other week, about the, cool. um, the the Audi 80, the aero 80. Mm. Was a, I was, you sort of forget what an amazing looking car that it was, was. It was a great car. And, and in fact, there's a guy that's converted one in Ireland to electric. Really, uh, um, an an eighty Avant. Oh, and it looks wonderful because it looks stock. Yeah, yeah. And he uses it most days, but it's got the guts of um of, a, of an EV. I forget which guts. It's a combination. It's like a Tesla motor with Leaf batteries or something. But okay. Needless to say, I was impressed. It looked mm, cool. That's good. It um, were cool that wa. It were cool. Problem wa. It were at Steam Rally and <laughs> boot open and it had a load of smutty tools in it. We were yeah. reciprocating <laughs> saw with, with, with dick on end. Yeah. I went to open door. He's replaced all the handles with flashlights. The mucky <laughs> bastards. Um, a big hydraulic <laughs> drift handbrake that's basically just a huge veiny dong. <laughs> um, so why? Sorry. Why were you going to bring up? Um, scale engines oh scale that... engines because um, <clears throat> I'm trying to wean I'm trying to wean my son off watching shit stuff on YouTube mm, me too um, just to, well, to, son, to, to be completely frank yeah and, and, and I but I didn't want to come across it as a sort of like old you know grumpy git 
so I, I was trying to dial into what I know he's interested in. He he's interested in minutia, mm-hmm. and he likes di- people that make dioramas and stuff, which is I think he shares that interest with me. Okay. So I thought, well, hang on, and he really he does like he likes engines and stuff. Whenever he whenever he hangs out with my brother, Uncle Greg. Of course, Uncle Greg's always got oily hands. Yeah. So dealing with piston-related matters. So I, I said, did you know that people people make real engines, but they're tiny? Mm. And he went, what? Like, and put? Do they put them in stuff? And I said, some of them do. Well, yeah. Some of them. Some of them put them in their assholes. Son. <laughs> yeah, d- didn't say no, that. No, don't. He's, didn't he's, say he's, that. He'll, he'll, there's an age when you need to discover that. <laughs> didn't say that. But um, so I showed him. I said, there's people that make. And, and I said, you know the Dodge engine. Um, I said, this is like the Dodge engine. She went, oh my gosh. He said, how big is that? And I showed him a couple of videos of people mm. revving them on a like a wooden plinth. How big is it with a with a? It's a, smaller than like a Hemi. S- yeah, it's smaller than this. It's smaller than a shoebox. Okay. So like a small serving plate, let's say. Okay. You know, like the sort of plate you'd get at a buffet event, not a full dinner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this. What's that? Uh, that's about the size of the plates that we have at home that were the cheap IKEA ones we give the kids toast on. Okay, well, the, then you so can, there we go. There's I mean, a very that, precise industry, metric now. Industry standard. <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. So the, yeah, and but it's you know carburetted. It's got real exhaust headers. It's the, it's got a tiny distributor. It is just wonderful. Wow. And then there's other people making radial engines like that. <clears throat> I just sorry the the distributor alone. I know. Gorgeous. Must be, Holy shit! Yeah, it's all scaled down. It's all scaled down, and How some people have made like a, a rotor arm, like the size of a absolutely tiny, like a well. I was gonna say well, the carb, the carb is or, or, or one of the one of them made. I found it. One guy made a flat six Porsche engine, mm. and it's about the size of a big man's hand. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, sorry about that. It's not a great reference. I know. Well, it's that that thing because um, a um, an mm. asteroid fell to Earth last week, didn't it? And the 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 people, some people from NASA or something, went. Yes, it was about the size of half a giraffe. Somebody said that it was like it's not a great shaped creature to reference. I know. It's like, it? Did it have a neck? Because it's all neck. Which which half of the giraffe? I was thinking that. I was like, if it's the tail end, but then mm. it's got legs. They've got really long legs. What, what a bizarre metric. It's got a small body, long thin legs, and of course a very long, actually quite wide neck. I think. I think the neck's a big muscle for a giraffe. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because obviously, otherwise, it would be a bit like you know those tractors that have those weights clipped on the yes, front yeah. to counterbalance <laughs> whatever's on the back. Yeah, you'd put way too many on, and then you'd unhooked whatever you were towing. <laughs> the pissing thing was going like this, nodding down the road, doing a sort of like endo. Yeah, they're they're a finely tuned balancing act, giraffes. They're quite big though, aren't they? Because I've seen they them big. close at the zoo. They're sort of, but I mean, would you? They say... do a lot of side saddle eating. You know, like a cow. And a and a, a camel, where the top, bottom jaw goes right. In fact, it's a bit like on a cam. Um, oh, it, I know what you mean. They yes, chew so, yeah. with the bottom, the bot, the bottom set of jaws. If anyone's they're masticators, aren't they? That's a, they, is that what it is? I think, well, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's same that, as those steam rally yeah. people. Walking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bastards. Um, so um, yeah, the. Um, <laughs> <laughs> The the scientists I believe said that this thing was half a giraffe, and I was thinking, I was like, that what? is a weird, a weird comparison. And I was trying to think what would, <clears throat> what because I was going, no, hang on, what would, what is half a giraffe though? Is that like a fridge freezer, or are they a bit bigger than that? Oh, yeah, like I mean, half I would a have Honda got, Civic. I would have gone for more of a cuboid or a spherical yeah, object. But just find something that's the same size, not something that's twice the size, so you have to express it as a fraction because that's just it's just weird. Daft. It's just daft. Okay. Yes, the asteroid fell to Earth. It was about seven eighths the size of Angela Lansbury. Okay, what? <laughs> I don't. It was like Elon Musk's forearm, but not the whole arm. <laughs> yeah, just the forearm. Right. Well, I don't even know how his... big Elon. How big is Elon Musk? I don't he's know. quite tall, isn't he? Is he a tall one? I think he's about six foot. Is he? Although okay. I don't know. I mean, he's probably not. He probably just says he is, and everyone accepts that. I, you know, there's lots of memes with his face. Yes. That kick around. Mm. I've noticed as he's getting a little older. If you were to sort of put your hand over his hair, mm. so you're just seeing his face. Yeah. Quite a similar face. To the woman that was in Total Recall, that Arnold Schwarzenegger was um, <clears throat> that morphed, morphed into. Oh, do you remember that with the bad graphics? Where uh, yes, sort of, but, she unlocks. But I can't sort of picture her face think, enough to say. I think Elon Musk might become the woman from Total Recall. I mean, it would be quite meta if his head split open to reveal 
the, another face beneath it or something. Did but, you but, see? but smaller. So a bit like when an animal sheds its skin, you know, yes. it climbs out of itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That still freaks me out, right? But they're not much smaller, are they? The skin is fairly tight-fitting. I mean, <laughs> one might say it's skin-tight, in fact. <laughs> but no, it's not like an NBA suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a few years ago it was. Maybe snakes in the 90s had very baggy skin. And can then you, can you just... imagine it's a Michael Jordan climbed out of his suit and he's about a third of the size? And you'd be like, I know he is because his suit's so massive. It's, it's just not a massive surprise. Um, that would be a good reference point for asteroids. It's about what? the size oh. of an NBA awards ceremony <laughs> suit. What? But that's huge. Oh, my God. If that asteroid had hit <clears> a town, <throat> it would have wiped it out. I mean... Oh, yeah. Like a huge... Like a parachute that's significant enough that you could drop this Tesla Y out of a plane, out of a Hercules, and it would float really slowly. <laughs> really <to> slowly. <laughs> and not damage. Not get damaged with it. I think then. it would just hang there. So Why, much air ca- trapped underneath it, it would just hang. <laughs> would it catch, hang like a, would it catch a thermal? And yeah, go up? It's just like. <laughs> Every evening on the weather, they're just going, and the, the Tesla's now over Nottingham, so do watch out for that. <laughs> no, no, no chance of it coming you down. Just don't don't like a scene out of, far, of another Fast and Furious film where the stunts are real but so far fetched, you're just like, why are they. Why is, yeah. why is Vin Diesel now jumping from one hot air balloon to another <laughs> hot air balloon to another have hot they, air balloon? I'm trying to think, have they ever done hot air balloons in Fast and Furious? No, I think they're too slow. And of course, it goes against the nature of the actual film. Fast and Furious featuring slow and directionless, <laughs> featuring which is, which is I think, is the best title for Smith and Sniff's podcast. In some what way. slow and directionless? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's pretty accurate. Maybe that's it. Since we're at the hundred mark, we should re like rebadge sort of, like the Rover One Hundred. Um, I think it'd be like metro. a Shelby Cobra on Space Saver tires that someone's put <laughs> put nitrous kit on it when you clearly didn't need it, <laughs> and it keeps kick kicking in. Or like ten on ten percent throttle. A nitrous kit with a really dicky connection that just oh, just randomly starts doing its thing. <laughs> but you're on just... but you're on like one three fives. The thing is absolutely it's you know like it's a like a pro bull rider where when it's released you're just hanging on by a thread and this <laughs> thing's just trying to whip you constantly. I feel like that's that's a good challenge. Like how Trying to make the most undrivable car that you can, and it's the taming of the wolf. I mean, or the lion is a great idea. Mm. Do you know what? Or that... the riding, like the, those riding the bull, those those bull machines you get in. Yeah, in in pubs. Shit bars. Usually, yeah, it's usually yeah. pubs. Sports sports bars. Sports bars. Sports. Sports. Um, sports. One of those. So anyway, to recap, you're showing your lad the. Uh, uh, scale working engines scale working engines and is he interested in this yeah he thinks it's incredible oh. what, what he's now said was he said oh if we if he said so you can't just buy one I said not really I think there's a couple of companies now that build batches of bits what was that uh oh uh, for people <laughs> for people listening um, we're also filming this uh, uh, with the intention of putting it on uh, on YouTube, I suppose, uh, but the camera just shut down. It might shut down every <laughs> half an hour. I don't know. So that hasn't new quite, file hasn't quite worked out the way that we thought. But anyway, never mind. We're back now. Um, you've gone very because because we decided to put this on camera. You've gone very on brand. You've got a Smith and Sniff hoodie on. I'm really glad you said that, Richard. Thanks for for where, teeing why, that up. where would one get such a thing, Johnny? See, we've decided. As it's the hundredth um, episodal anniversary of the Smith and Stiff podcast, um, we're going to put a sale on. Ah, yes. These are these are high quality, and th- th- this is not because we overordered in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> these are normally forty five pounds, and they are high quality, uh, but we're selling them for twenty five pounds. That's a bargain. Uh, uh, it is an absolute effing bargain. But when they're when they're gone, they're gone. That's it. Okay. It's an unrepeatable offer. Yeah. Yeah. Just 20 minutes from this cinema. It's like uh, 25 But you've pounds. also, what have you got here? You've got Carperv yeah, Coffee Cup. I have, I, but you can buy these, obviously, in Smith & Sniff flavours. Um, yeah, I've got my Smith & Sniff water bottle, but I left it in my um, Range Rover, which is next to us. That camera does not want to play ball, does I think it? it's overheated. Oh, no. Well, it ha- does happen when, yeah. it's sa- when it sits in this area. Okay, well, maybe there won't be a video... <laughs> 
of this. Cause... There might be though. It's <laughs> because not, it's it's, it's, not um, it's not working, but that's okay. Anyway, um, oh, yeah, there is a temperature warning on oh, it. Oh, is there? They're yeah, very I've, I've, I've actually things. never seen that symbol before. I wonder if I could put a cloth over it. Just pour some water over it. That'll cool it down. Yeah, pour some pour some stuff on it. That's um, absolutely brilliant idea. <laughs> He's not had good ideas like that for a while. I'm just. Trying, have you got a, 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 Are we normally, in a sort of? We're in a kind of motley do something yeah, situation, norm- which is. Um, I normally have a baseball cap, which I could have put a cap over it, but I. But then it wouldn't be able to see. <clears throat> and that oh, would be. Have you got like a cloth? No. No, I don't. I've got a. a uh, Delivery Day Model so, Y tag. Explain but, to me why you have this Tesla Model Y. I've borrowed. I've actually borrowed this car. I couldn't get it from Tes themselves for for the job I wanted. I'm going to go on a road trip in it and do a bit of a um, a, a real world long long distance review of it. But mm. I've borrowed it not from Tesla themselves. I actually borrowed it from someone who I must name check called R Simons um, EVs. They sell EVs only. And R Simons. Yeah, Richard. Mm. Oh, I see. Not like the sort of northern... Not northern no. people referring to... Ah, Al- Simon's got no, an EV no. rental business. It um, actually might be Simmons. You're making me paranoid now, but I'm sure it's Simons. It's S-Y-M-O-N-D. Uh, M-O-N-S, not D on the end. <laughs> anyway... The D I'll is put- silent. <laughs> the point is, I, 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 he, he, they've always been really good at um, buying and saying used EVs, and they bought my Chevy Volt off me. Do you remember my mm, Volt? We actually yeah, yeah. did a Smith & Sniff in it. Yeah, we did. Maybe two. Um, and when I had to sell it, they bought it. So they've lent me this, which is a thousand mile wide. But you'll find out in a future episode of um, the Late Break Show what I'm really doing with it and hmm. whether I like it, etc. Yes, all right, we'll keep your powder dry. Well, I would say one. it's a damn sight firmer than I was expecting. The, the, yes, I've read wise. the reviews that say the ride is a bit on the on the bumpy side, and um, that displeases me because I'd honestly consider one of these. This is the first time I've ever sat in one. Mm. Um, because I'm on, or I assume I'm still on Tesla's shit list because of my association with Top Gear. So, um, I've never driven be. any modern era Tesla, I've only ever driven the Roadster. You really? Mm. Which is ancient, mm. 20, yeah, yeah. it's 10 years old. Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, this is the most, I would say, the most appropriate all round UK Tesla. Well, that's what I thought. I, I, I nearly said Tesla then. Mm. I believe I want to say Tesla. Tesla. What do you think? Tesla. Yeah. Tesla. Tesla. Oh, now I know now. people like Jeremy Clarkson say Nissan instead of Nissan. N- he says Nissan. Yeah, he does. He also says Aston Martin. What like I N at the yeah. end? Yeah. Like a tin of yeah. beer. Yes, Aston. Well, Aston. Aston. No, I can't do it. Aston. It's just one of those things where, like, once you notice it, it's like obviously because I had to listen to. it him and the other Top Gear Grand Tour presenters talking a lot for, for various years. reasons. Yeah, not just the the um, in the office, but then doing voiceover and things as well, and reviewing the films and stuff. And um, so and I, I just it was he uh, he always says Aston Martin the same way that James May. Once you've noticed it, you can't unnotice the way that he says nearly instead of nearly. Have I mentioned this before because it's you, his, his bristle it's, roots. It's, it's the it's the Gloucestershire kind of vibe, isn't it? That he yeah. gives off. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely there a West Country words. thing. But you don't say nerly, and you're from down that no, way. No, I don't say nerly. No, it's a, it's a shame. I almost wish I was a little bit more West Country sounding. Well, you could always ham it up. Because then it makes it. Whenever I say I'm from Somerset, I always feel like there's a certain element. Certain people will go, he's not. <laughs> or, or you know, like he was posted down there to boarding school. It's like I really wasn't. I was not. <laughs> Is that like when um, that did not happen? When, I always, I always feel like when I'll sort of, I'll say to someone, oh, "I'm from the north," and they'll go. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Do they do a northern test on you? Well, yeah. What do you call call the evening meal? Uh, Oh, yeah, that's exactly what they would say. uh, But then that doesn't check out because it's like, weirdly, I don't don't sort of say tea for evening meal, but um, my kids do because they picked it up from the lady who looks after them sometimes, who is a Londoner, and she says tea instead of dinner. So it's not necessarily... A northernism. A northernism, which is odd, because I thought it was up until that point. But anyway, um, yeah. Where were we? Tez. Tez. Um, so I think, yeah, I do I do think... I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to dissect it much. I've just borrowed it. I'm going to use it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm intrigued by it. And the thing about... Teslas that I've said a lot before because before you get cut down by the the disciples of Tesla, mm, mm. I think you have to point out that there's no doubt. I still think the drivetrain of this car and the software are still leading mm. the world. Mm. Okay, yeah. they are, th- th- this is a revolutionary car. Uh, what, what always I intrigues really me about these is. cars is that revolutionary electronically and electrically they're revolutionary. They yeah. are incredibly conventional structurally aren't they it's just a steel monocoque just, car yeah yeah i don't think there's anything particularly clever about it and i remember that guy munro the people who did the tear down stuff and he analyzed the model three mm. and he said words the effect of it had electronics from the future and the body engineering of a 90s kia yeah but then i guess a pretty damning insult i guess i, I suppose but then again how do you make money like if this had, if, yeah. if this had the build quality and of a of a of a Taycan, mm. right? Then yeah. they would all be a hundred plus grand. Well, I also I was the software of, of this is incredible. Yeah, the efficiency of the batteries and the motor are unrivaled still. Yeah, yeah. K- yeah. Kia and Hyundai, I'd say, come close. Yes, I've always found the Kia stuff and the Hyundai stuff to be sort <clears> of the most. Best at predicting its own range. Did you hear that? that? That's, that's that Ferrari reckon, starting up, isn't it? I reckon that is a Ferrari. <laughs> and there was an Aston Martin that was. There was. There was a DBS. Yeah. yeah. DBS. Dubza. Dubs. A Dubs Volante. It's uh, DBS. Aston two more from him later. It's just DBS. It's, <laughs> it's just decibels. Um, yeah. So uh, I was always sort of thinking about BMW i3 and. You know, I suppose that's the thing. This is supposed to be. A, well, I suppose the i3 was meant to be a mass-produced car. It was really. Yeah. But it had a full carbon body and everything, and it that's did. that's futuristic. That's it. It's st- the dashboard of that car, design-wise, and bold, unique use of materials is still far and away beyond most. Yeah. If you think, if you compare that car to and when you get in a VW ID. Yes, the I ID got you. looks like it was made twelve years previous. Yeah, and yet it wasn't. It's the you, other way around. You can see where all the corners have been cut in those IDs. Can't you can. Of, I don't think that VW used to be really good at hiding cut corners. Mm. They yeah, were yeah. the masters of it mm. with golfs. Yeah, you just didn't notice. Mm. Whereas the ID series, you you do. I'm slightly distracted as we're talking because we're parked next to my Range Rover, and all I can see on it is all of that bloody sand that came from the sky the other day. Did, did you, have you sky sand? I don't. I don't remember. Did you not get it up your way? No, we just oh, got right. an incredible amount of wind and rain. Oh, okay. No, there was one of those. You know, when the, the, the sort of uh, weather front comes up from the Sahara, yeah, and just shit sand all over everything. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it was because I I saw it online. People talking about it, and I th- and it was raining in London. And I thought, oh, it doesn't look very sandy. And then I looked outside later, and like our outside table, it just looks like someone dumped some sand on it. And look at the door handles on that on my car. Look at it. It, is, it does look They've like you've had an afternoon sand. at the beach. I know. It's really annoying. It's even more annoying. Where do Londoners go to the beach, Brighton? Uh, yeah, or you could go to, over to um, South End. Oh, yeah. South End or across to. Uh, I Dare. was in South End not long ago driving the Recreation Porsche 917. Oh, yeah. I haven't was, watched that yet. Which Sorry, was very exciting. Got, right? Yeah, I know. I, I, I was quite jealous. Well, I was. Have, I wasn't. I wasn't because I sort of. On the one hand, it's a bit like don't meet your heroes, but it's very difficult to get into. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I know. Were your legs splayed? Do you know what? I like thought a man that... at a steam rally. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. 
In the end, it wasn't the legs that were, were the issue. In the end, it was the it was the neck and the head. Oh, okay. and that's with having not a lot of hair. Yeah, I you had to get right down. It basically a carting seat, a tillet carting seat. You had to get your head right down, and there was the, oh, you had yeah, you had to have your head off to the right a little because oh. where the sort of semi gull wing type door thing. They're not gull wings, but you know what I mean. They're cut in so far. Yeah. What an amazing piece of work, though. Two mm. men, two men in a shed with an incredible amount of talent. And yeah. CAD. What CAD? Yeah, one of them's a, 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 um, a design engineer. Oh, okay. Dave. Right. He's designed lots of tailgates for Fords since about 1980. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a tailgate man. He, he does a lot of tailgating. <laughs> he just gets himself down to a steamper. Yeah, yeah. Or a he, hairspray shop. He sh- um, <laughs> that's wow. Okay, so he used his. His skills to. They bought off of a piston heads in 2011. I the, saw the body panels this. that were moulded off David Piper's original 917. Right. Who's had it since it was new. Mm. And he only sold it, I think, two years ago. So they knew that it was dimensionally correct, that the panels were dimensionally correct. Lots of people thought about buying it but didn't because they were like, well, what do you do with it? Because yeah. actually, the hardest part of a 917 is the all of the lattice work of um, metal underneath. Yeah. Okay, and of course a flat twelve that you can't just magic out of a hat. Yeah, like a magician. Glue a couple of couple but of nine nine six engines together and yeah. hope for the best. So this car is a is a flat six with a nine six four air cooled motor, but it's on throttle bodies and stuff, and it is quite angry, but fun. Mm. The rest is as authentic as you will ever get. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it looks. Yeah, it's brilliant, honestly, it's and it's road legal. IV eight, blah. That's quite nuts. Jing- it? it is. Yeah. yeah, they've gone to the ends of the earth. Christ, Please. do you remember when we were at Goodwood? Last year, a couple of years ago, and there was that real nice. There was a nice started it. We up. were there when they struck it up, weren't we? Jesus, I know that was, was extraordinary. It was hardcore. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. Um, I got moved on. Unfortunately, I had um, some sort of like mahogany phallus piece. It was, uh, I had my hands tied by my back and a Bramley apple stuffed in hastily into my mouth. You looked like and a I, suckling pig. I was being wheeled around. <laughs> The, more, the harder I pedalled, the more it pistoned. Unfortunately, was it Lord March hands over to to his uh, his relative Lord February or something, who turns out to be a massive Lord, perv. Lord February, and, uh, and he's uh, he's constantly just he's like, okay, right now, you know how normally they go, no, you have to be wearing a collar and tie to get in the paddock at the revival or whatever. But yeah. he's like, no, you have to you have to be wearing leather to, to get in there, please. Um, leather. Something leather, preferably a, a, a mask or um, something. Yeah, could you? Um, with eye holes and zip holes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's the Goodwood Fistful of Seed. Goodwood Fist. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Goodwood Fistful well, of Seed. Well, now hang on, they could run this as a sort of sister thing. They could run it in parallel. It's just so you've good, got your, glory, you've got glorious Goodwood. Good go- <laughs> glorious. Those are the posters. It's just it's got a very conspicuous gap between good and wood, and it's deliberate. Yes, and, good. And, and people who know go, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, all right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to that slightly kinky Goodwood thing. More steam engines there than I was expecting, but yeah, bloody yeah, yeah. hell, it was a bit, <sighs> bit strong. <laughs> they were driving some terrible looking contraptions <laughs> and those leather belts going oh, yeah. as well. It's just, just hitting old men's spotty bottoms. Oh dear. Yeah, not cool. Sorry, it's not what I signed up for. Anyway, yeah. Well, um, I can't remember what else I was going to talk to you. I was going to talk. Oh, besides some scale, scale model engines. I was I, so, else. you know, last week we were talking about Marillion. Oh gosh, yes. And then I was, I was listening back to the podcast and we were speculating on. The that top of the pops clip and how it the weird Awful. perspective it made fish look about twenty feet tall compared to the rest of the band. Yeah. But I was like, now I seem to recall that fish is very tall. So I went onto Google oh, and I no. typed in how tall is fish. <laughs> it's a weird thing to type in. So I think it thinks you're an absolute moron and you're typing in how tall is a fish? Because <laughs> fish aren't tall; they're tall. long. <laughs> Assuming it can stand at any point in time. The great white shark is nature's tallest fish. Well, there's not much in it actually. I mean, they're all pretty. Sort of slender dimensionally in that. It's such just, a tall fish. What a tall fish! Wow, God, your fish has got tall, hasn't it? That, what? that, that top of the pops um, clip still haunts me with just how awful it is. Really, 
The eye, the eyes to camera. Yeah, I watched it again after we talked about it. Did you it. giggle? Yeah, I did giggle, but I just, <laughs> I was, I, I, it was still, I was still trying to work out that conversation we had not on the podcast about what cars the various members of Marillion drove at, the at that point moment they made time. that that song, and definitely American import. Well, well, at least one of them would have had American import because um, it was the done thing. I. But yeah, quite prop. Either one that's far too big for Britain and just causes him constant aggro. Yeah. Or a really disappointing something based on a K car. I'm going to say that. So it looks American, but it's not actually impressive American. It's, it's just, just yeah. Horrible. It's just inconveniently American because it's left-hand drive. You can't get the parts for it. No, and it's, it's slow. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's shit. <laughs> it's just, somehow it doesn't run right on British petrol it's just for some a reason. Checklist of gash things. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, that's what led to the downfall of Marillion. They they lost their sort of songwriting magic because they were all distracted trying to. Is it? You know, we're saying about like incredibly strong Northern tea. Yeah. Do you think 80s American cars, because they were used to running on that sort of like 87 Ron American petrol that's got bits in it? Less than 87. And I know it's calculated a different way, isn't it? But it's still weak-ass petrol. Different Ron. And Different times, different You Ron. feed it British petrol, and it would be like someone who doesn't really drink tea having strong northern tea, where they just can't, you can't, the car's kind of going... It's, it's a bit much, oh, yeah, they're tapping their hearts. Oh, God. Oh, that oh, one's gone down the wrong way. Uh, you got any water? Oh, for, uh, and that's what a, a LeBaron Cabrio, all white. Oh, gosh, what an awful But running thing. On, on decent spec Euro, Euro petrol Ron. is actually feeling a bit bilious because it's too much. <laughs> it needs watery petrol. Um, the other thing I was going to bring up this week is actual bit of news. Did you see last week, I think it was, that um, BMW have bought Alpina? Yes, I did. Because there was a there was a lot of hoo ha mm. on social media about there was hoo ha. Are they going to yeah. are they going to ruin it? Yeah. Are they going to sort of water it down? And you can get an Alpina line. Yeah. Base model three twenty D. I I kind of think they wouldn't do that because they already have M Spolt and they don't yeah. need to muddy the waters. They but bloody shouldn't. What I wanted to bring up with you though is, let me just float this out. Here. I have driven a few Alpina cars over the years, and I have never driven one that was anything less than fantastic. They're just brilliant. There's just something about them. They're just really well judged. They're a bit faster, but they also have this little, always have a lovely, lovely chassis. It's on fast them. touring rather than in motorsport orientated. Yes, that's isn't it. it. They don't go hardcore on the chassis. They go sort of. It's, it's there's this sort of excellent balance of comfort yeah. and dynamism, and they they're almost triple, like just sort of triple stitching, isn't it? Always triple stitching. There's a bit of coloured stitching. Well, this is what I was going to say because they're almost they are in fact like lever. It's it's like BMWs where the bag's been left in a bit longer. Just a little bit stronger, but without ruining the the bag's been left in a and, bit longer. But it's here's true. here's what I'm going to say. I've I've always enjoyed driving Alpina cars. I fucking hate their stupid alloy wheels. Too fussy. Too fussy. Yeah. And their side stripes as well, which I know you don't have to have. You don't. You wouldn't go side stripes. Oh, I hate this. I mean, it's all right on well, like an E21 or something where it looks very 80, period. So yeah. But, some, yeah. But mm. on a modern one, and thankfully most of you see them without now. But the wheels... In fact, I saw, weirdly, I saw an Alpina B5 yesterday. Did you? Yeah, and it made a great noise. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it looked it, tremendous. It, it caught your eye. Caught my eye, but it was also... It caught my eye because I was going, oh, look at those awful fussy wheels on that otherwise rather handsome car. So I think it had a little bit of a body kit, but just, you know, where basically you've taken the hem down a little bit. Yeah. Side skirts a little bit. Of, the front's yeah. almost... It still hucks back to the 80s chin spoiler, doesn't it, if it has the pinstripe? Yes. T- is the Alpina backwards on the front? Ooh, I should don't know. You know like, is it Quattro that did that? Quattro, yeah, those... They did, Used to they? have the lettering And backwards. on the 2002 Turbo. That's right, Turban, yeah. And something else did it as well. Yeah. But, oh, well, ambulances, obviously, they love it. They love a bit of reverse. The yeah, we're, oh, guys, Exmo we're Lugner. coming. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's that luridly painted Alpina, van behind me? That's what, I mean, that's what they're missing out on, Alpina ambulances. You could get a, a BMW X7 Alpina yeah. ambulance. Be, yeah, well, so with that a big sort of fiberglass box on the back. Massive. Yeah, but that, yeah. that would mean, that would render an X7 useful. Yeah, good point. Because it's a well-made car. It's yeah. just vulgar. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just horrid. So I'm thinking, sort of like, um, I'm thinking, rural counties ambulance, mm. but Alpina go. Listen, do a little bit. It's good PR, charitable. Mm. Let's just do a couple of those. And I wonder brilliant. if 
your local health service would go, yeah, unfortunately we can't do your grandmother's hip replacement because we've spunked all our money on it. I've spent 300 grand on an Alpine ambulance. Modified X7s. It's okay. If she falls over, though, because of her bad hip, my God, we'll get her to hospital quickly. And it's just, it's comfortable. It's not just about quickness. It's comfort. Yeah. I, um... I really like it. I've never owned an Alpina. I, I ne- there, there was a fantastic one that turned up to the late break show Somerset event. And it's one of oh. two right hand drive. No, it isn't right hand drive. One of two in the UK. And it's a turbo. Was it? What, what, what number was it? it was what was tur- it based on? Turbo. Five series. Oh, okay. Shark, shark so, nose fives. Oh, okay. So, so, so is it 535? Yeah, so it would have been a B. What do they call them back then? I don't know. Because it wasn't just B five. The badge, was it? the badge had been stolen. It's the only oh. thing. That, the car was unrestored. The interior was so Larry coloured, chunky corduroy. Was it, it gr- amazing. Oh, was it was it green, like a sort of jade green? No, no. I've got a picture of it. I have got a photo of it. And the guy was brilliant. The guy uses it regularly. Oh, and it's 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 mm. not mint. It's it's weathered nicely. I can sort of hear that car in my head. The lovely yeah, the PR, the straight PR six. manager of Suzuki UK is a massive Alpina fanatic. He is, isn't he? He's got some choice ones. I don't know if he minds me saying that, but I'm going to say it. Um, he has. Ah. Have you yeah. seen them? Seen pictures. Ah. Yeah, they're, they're really nice examples. In fact, I think Top Gear have borrowed at least one of them in the past. Oh, have they? Yeah, for like you know historical features and all. I that. always quite like that when PR people for car companies are really into another car company. I like it. It's like it shows that they're properly interested in cars. It it does, and it's also you're not blinkered by thinking everything that you sell is the best or appropriate for you. The chap who does Polestar PR, he's a Saab enthusiast, he's a Saab. isn't he? Sub actual offender, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, serial offender. And um, there was a guy who used to run Renault PR, and then he had a Honda NSX tucked away. Did he? Yeah. Oh, naughty. We won't name these people. But, no, but no, we won't name. Or we'll give away their home addresses. But, no, but um, it's it. I, again, it's just interesting. It's a bit like when you when you meet someone that has a, an eclectic couple of cars that are like polar opposites of one another. Yes, I'm always down with that. Yeah, that's why I'm quite, I'm quite excited about getting my E up because I feel like it's the polar opposite of that Range Rover. Oh, it couldn't, it couldn't be further away. From so they that. make a Can good double. Can you afford act. to drive that home today? No, just <laughs> needs, it needs petrol to get home. I mean, like you have checked the price. <laughs> my wife actually said to me, she went, "Which car are you taking to go and meet Johnny?" And I went, "Oh, I was just going to take the Range Rover." And she went, "You know, it needs petrol." And I was like, uh, "Yeah." And she went. Like, Are you sure? Yeah. Said, but, but then she's she's incredibly cautious about fuel. Quarter of a tank, and she's like, "Oh my god, need to go and fill up." Oh, that's brilliant. So she's no she's no stranger to a slurry filled old car fuel tank then. Well, you wouldn't never run it below quarter in the olden days. She's yeah. Or that when I had that Lexus LS four hundred, the only thing that didn't work on it was a fuel gauge. Did it? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Something on a Lexus didn't work. I know. I don't believe you. Because I thought the clock didn't work, but then it turned out when you saw it in direct sunlight, it was just really faded out. So that I put that off the not working list. It was just not working to an optimum level. That probably, if anyone in Japan at the Lexus factory found out, they'd probably resign immediately. But um, yeah, the fuel gauge, because I picked it up and I assumed it was just on fumes. Sugar. Filled it up, got in again and went, ah. Oh. Lights. The gauge was on zero, and the light was on all the time. Obviously, so the lights so still you, work. So you just got to put gallonage in. And just set zero the trip. the trip. Always zero the trip. Always. You must have done this. You must have cars with no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Does well, your my, Beetle my, even have a fuel gauge? My Beetle has a fuel gauge, but it it works off um, uh, a weight attached to a cable. Uh, really? <laughs> it's not a weight. Sorry, a float. Yeah, yeah. So the problem is, is it's it 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 has to move ninety degrees over the fuel tank. So what if it's got a small kink in it, which means it doesn't always oh. work smoothly. Yeah, I've yeah. tried, and I I really I've tried to fettle it years ago, but all I know is that when it gets to quarter, it's empty. It kind of hits yeah. a false wall. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't because when you go around corners, it does that sort of slight slosh. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite charming. <laughs> Cars don't do that anymore, do they? No. And when you fill it up, it goes beyond full. That's why you know that oh, when it hits okay. a quarter. Yeah, so yeah. when I brim it now, it goes out of. It actually goes off the chart. Can you just move the move <laughs> the scale? Like I used to have a girlfriend who got a Polo as a company car, and when it was delivered, 
um, it, she'd just driven it back from her office and then and I was insured on it and I went oh I'm going to have a go in your new car because I need to pop out somewhere and I was driving along I looked down the temp gauge has gone into the reg and I was like oh my shitting hell did you kill the engine her new car's overheating already so I pulled over yeah and I was like wait a second no it's not and somehow the gauge was configured wrong what? so I hadn't noticed this that when you switched off it only went back to the middle point oh shit it was, it was half so half normal was in fact sitting in the red did she and not, I, she hadn't noticed she hadn't noticed amazing and um, and they, yeah I had to go back, had to go back to the useless VW garage near where we lived at that point and they had to have the whole dash out to sort this out it's just a weird fault. Yeah. Like it's, it's like how, what an odd thing. Also, why it wasn't spotted in the PDI? Because it's like as soon as you turn the ignition on, you'd have probably noticed yeah. that the. Well, you wouldn't actually. You'd, well, you'd have turned the ignition on and gone, "Oh look, the gauge is at a, a middle point already, and the engine's cold." But I guess that's the thing. If you're trying to PDI like hundred cars a day, <laughs> you're not being that forensic no. about it. So I have to say, I've had I've had range anxiety with fuel-engined, you know, pistoned cars mm. in the last few months. Way more than EVs. Way more. Yeah. Did it in the Jimny, where it basically it has a small tank anyway. Yeah. So you know that when it gets to a reserve bar, it's all, it, it's there's not a lot in there. Mm. And then when that starts flashing, and then there's an alert on the dash, mm. basically you've got several pipettes. And, <laughs> and if you're driving in high wind, which I was, oh, no. even at slow speed, because you're driving a Jimny, yeah. I'm just I, I was paranoid. I was doing the whole dip the clutch, put it in. Oh neutral. really? Yeah, going round roundabouts in neutral, like an absolute. Oh, no, I hate doing that. Well, I, you know, needs must. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't count. Whereas the Beetle, because I know it's faulty, I factor that in. It doesn't have a trip because it's not that advanced. But I carry a gallon, old school. Oh, I carry a gal. Yeah. <laughs> although, what Jimmy's carrying a gal. Although right now a gal is about up. nine quid. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You've got. Oh, it's, I think it probably is more, isn't it? Yeah. So you're Can't just filling up this thing that that you use for the mower because I did the first mower of the year a week or so ago and it was exciting you want to get the kids out there with some nail scissors you can't afford to petrol mow anymore you know, I'm wondering whether or not the, the, I might have to um, put the hater on ice Yeah, uh, which sounds like a rap track but unfortunately <laughs> it's not it's simply it's a British mower uh, that has a piston engine uh, put the haters on ice put the, yeah, yeah I'm going to put the haters on ice I was listening to the radio I had Radio 1 on on the way up because my wife had been driving that car and she always puts on radio once clinging to youth and uh, but it was Greg James who I like so. I can relate so I um, I had a, a track came on by uh, Central C I think was the artist I don't know if you're yeah, familiar with his yeah. oeuvre uh, I but think I know the track that you're going to talk it's about it's called sorry the camera just keeps cutting oh, it's too hot really having it's really because it's in direct sunlight it's being an absolute stroker what a mardi camera so if you're watching this as opposed when to listening to this, you've actually missed, missed maybe loads. a quarter of the entire video. Um, but the um, Central the, Sea Central is it something like a whip abroad or a house abroad? No, a place in the sun. So you're just <laughs> listing daytime TV shows, <laughs> 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 and then the chase, the chase. Um, he no, it, it. Oh God, what is the track called? Go, go around again. Something like it's. Uh, anyway, it I was convinced that one of the lyrics was that. He needed to have a poo, and then just went straight back. Straight back on it, or something like that. It's called straight back at what? When the, I the got pan. here, I stopped, and I could still remember. And I, I, had, I had to look up the lyrics to make sure I wasn't Central hearing C. him. Central C was not actually just talking about needing a poo. He wasn't. You've heard that track, and I think it's by Dave, uh, but again, I might be wrong. Um, what, arrived in a black Benz, went in a left in a white one. I, I have heard, heard that. that yeah, it's terrible. Mm. But it's not only terrible, um, as um, Sideway Sid pointed out, a chap who's a YouTuber who listens mm. to this podcast. Hello, Sid. Hello, Sid. He kindly pointed out, he said, have you seen the video to that? I went, no. He said, the thing is, is that he has got a black and a white Benz, but they're like sort of like mid-ranking <laughs> D turbo diesels. They're not, it's not like you're pointing at AMG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was an American doing that track, it would have been a couple of SLSs or something. Oh, it would have been. It would have been something Brabus and really GT, unobtainable. Yeah. No, no, yeah. This, this dude's got or company car tax written all over him. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's a C-class coupe. And, but it's like base engine, but nothing to, special. That, do you remember uh, there's that period of, of music videos? It's frugal rappers, that is. Rapping. Yeah. It's recession. Frugal rapping. It's recession, ra recession <laughs> rapping. It's like, I'm not buying an AMG because no. the cost of, the running costs are just ludicrous. Look, I've had this from from nearly new not new that would be yeah. stupid I bought it I was the second owner but I got a good deal on it Yeah, 
It's it's never given me any trouble. No. So I'm just keeping it. <laughs> is, is that your rap? Is that yeah, your it's... frugal frugal rap? Um, frugal rap. Yeah. That, that that era of music videos where they're always like low down camera and lots of people doing that. Oh yeah, you're really the... gesticulating aggressively at. And the often low one of those shots there would be a car in the back of shot, and it like I mean classically would be like an SLS with both doors up or something yeah. like that. Bentley Arnage was popular. Bentley Arnage was popular, but then yeah. you, it was around the time when UK Garage was quite a thing, and they used to do videos like that. But it was like a lot of them; the, the most they could afford on the budget they got was to like rent a TT or something. Yeah, and it was always just a bit unsatisfying. Oh, of course just it was. Go, it didn't why have are you the... prancing around in uh, in sort of very very what it looked like expensive clothes? But it's like it's a focus ST in the back of shot yeah. or something. You just get it's not. Well, they would say it's keeping it real. I suppose. Yeah, yeah but is it though? Yeah, UK all night garage. Yeah, in well, your, UK. In your focus says too. Um, UK we should, garage um, is a bit like, yeah, the car's misfiring. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean, mate? Do you know? UK no. garage. Where it's, the, the back of shot is just an arch under the arches in somewhere in South London, and there's like, it's like a courser up on a ramp. Oh, mate. It's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, mate. I wouldn't drive it away. There's also all of the there's some in car driving shots, but they've always got the plastic on the seat. They've always <laughs> got the plastic on the, the seat. seat. What a paper, big square of square of paper with feet drawn on them. Yeah, just reminds you what it's for. <laughs> but there'd be a couple of grubby finger marks. Every time I used to take my car to a garage, it would have a different radio station. It would have kiss. Oh, that's rude. It was always kiss. No, that's rude. I won't. I won't have that. So they probably were listening to actual UK garage. Yeah. Whilst being a British garage. Yeah. But doing that whole thing of like, yeah, oh, do you know what? That job is either going to be labour intensive but a cheap part, or it's a really quick fix, but the part's four weeks, yeah. five weeks. <laughs> and you're like, that's just not helpful. Um, None of that's helpful. We should probably start wrapping this up. I was going to ask what we've learnt in the last well, 100 frugal, episodes. Frugal wrapping up. Um, and and I, I sort of feel like the answer is nothing. We've learned what Sade drives, allegedly. Yeah, we, we haven't had any more intel about Shardo. Um, uh, what I will say is we've had a lot of people diving in on the biggest engine capacity spread. Yeah, we have. We'll come back to that next week because yeah. I've cor- correlated some of the messages. We've had some very good I've had some thoughts. DMs that I need to probably forward to you. About people have been sliding into your DMs yeah, with engine capacity don't, stuff. I don't like it because I bastards. can't search my DMs and yeah, I, get, I, get, annoying, bogged down. I yeah. get bogged down. Uh, so we'll come back to that next week. Um... But we've had. Uh, then I had an email from someone which I think might be the winner because they pulled something out that I hadn't even thought of. I thought I'd. I personally Sounds like a steam this. rally yeah. rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs> Smutty steam oh. rally. You, uh, what have we learned? I, I think. I can't. If you were to sit me down and go name all the things we've talked about, I genuinely. I couldn't even remember a tenth of what we've talked no, about. No. Unfortunately. Um, but. I can remember. I, I know that certain certain sayings or or, or mem- memories. Sorry, it's my hourly chime. Certain memories have stuck on that side of things. Obviously, non-stop talking. John, the auto electrician. Yeah. Um, Dragon's Den. No, not Dragon's Den. The Apprentice. Oh yes. Um, oh yes. The uh, Alan Sugar's. Um... I was going to try and do an Alan Sugar thing, but I couldn't remember. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> well, anyway, well, we, this this carries on. This is not. I just thought. Oh yeah, we've a, got the glossary. Just, I don't need to say anything. Yeah, so yeah. We should. I, I, I feel glossary. like I will put the glossary. I did put it up on the on the um, Patreon. I will put it sort of permanently on the Patreon, maybe, and we'll keep adding to it, or we'll invite people to. Uh, that's a really that's a good idea. And gradually, it will become a compendium of shite, uh, just like this podcast. But um, anyway, yeah. this is a living, breathing compendium. It's of a, shite. yeah. And onwards and upwards. Um, but for now, uh, before we go, I've got three things to tell you. Uh, first of all, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called The Late Break Show. Uh, lots of excellent videos on there, including him driving a road legal Porsche 917 replica. Um, second thing I've got to tell you is uh, I've got various books out. And if you're listening to this on uh, Monday uh, that the show goes out, why not go and buy my Porsche 911 off collecting cars? There you go. Everything must go. Who oh, and don't forget, you if, you wanna, if you want Smith & Sniff merch, go to uh, thelatebreakshow.com and look for the merch tab, and we've got some stuff on there, including uh, some bargain hoodies. Hoodies. We're running a special on hoodies. Have those still got, are those the ones with Otsot written on the back? Yeah, they are, yeah. Lovely. Yeah, if you want a black hoodie with Otsot written on the back, and who doesn't, uh, then please and they're, get they're in there before they And they're thick, and they're high quality. They are good quality, aren't they? They're not, they're, yeah. not, they're, not, they're not what Alan Sugar would call tut. 
they are not uh, listen I bought one of those hoodies off of you off of that website with the shop and all that <laughs> I put it on and it was a frosty morning like the frost had to be removed from the front of the, my car by someone else <laughs> by someone else so and I can stand here in this meeting room and point at you and say the following it's a very good quality garment and I am glad that I put some money in your end for that. Lovely schmutter, he'd say as well, wouldn't he? That is not tut, that is quality gear. Uh, the third thing I've got to tell you is that um, traditional Japanese sushi didn't used to have salmon in it until uh, Norway started putting salmon sashimi together and they basically pitched it in a delegation to Japan. The Norwegians. The Norwegians basically invented salmon, salmon in sushi, and now you'd struggle to find a Japanese restaurant anywhere in the world that doesn't put salmon on the menu. So Norway just cleverly went, "Hey, we've got a little bit of salmon." You like fish, you guys? Yeah. Would you like some of our fish? This is healthy mm, fish. I'm not sure. Try it. You'll like it. Brilliant. Yeah. Do you know that's why the Norwegians are as cool as they are mm. because they have an abundance of oil and gas, but mm. they don't really use it themselves. They just sell it to mugs. <laughs> and, and they've got an abundance of salmon, and they quite like their salmon, but they got too much. Well, so auxiliary fact that the Norwegian love of EVs, such as this very Tesla that we're sitting in, is is, uh, is slightly down to um, aha. Yes, that's a story for another day. But that is it's a, a fantastic really story. story I'm, that, I'm so. well, uh, I know the story. It's a good one. Anyway, uh, that's kind of it for today. Thank you for joining us here at Bulldog Services. Um, yeah, thank you. Do you know you've what? made it this far. Thanks for listening to the to the cast, formerly known as a video. Um, much appreciated. The interaction's wonderful, and we honestly we never we never plan these. Uh, I'd love to say we do, but we don't. <laughs> we don't script or plan them. We have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about. Um, loosely hanging around automotive themes, but not really. I mean, today, not really at all. No, sorry about the steam rally stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no and one was is, listening with this. And yeah, yeah. it's uh, onwards to... Um, to 200. Uh, to 200. Audi again. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just going to ping between Audi, so... Uh, then we'll go, into, we'll go into Peugeot soon. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, shit, no, wait, because we could go American Audis, because it used to be the Audi 5000. That would be, Jesus, we'll be Amazing. doing this forever. Uh, anyway, well, uh, as part of that endeavour, uh, we'll be back again same time next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye-bye. It's incredibly hot in here. I'm going it to is. open the door. going to say, this is oh. where... This is when God. I'm. This is when I'm not happy. I've got the, a hot back. I've got hot arms. Well, you're wearing a very high quality thick hoodie. I am, well. and normally I'm <laughs> thankful for it, but today I'm bloody not. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.